0: Hello and welcome back. This is Dr. Ron with Impact Ministry, Impact Moment, podcast edition, bringing you revelatory biblical commentary while you do life. Thank you for meeting with me today. Please take a moment and subscribe to this podcast. If this podcast blesses you, please share it and pray about partnering with us financially. Online and text to give information can be found on our official website, impactonthekingdom.blogspot.com. We're going to open up in in a prayer for this episode. Father, bless the teaching and discussion of your word. May the listeners be instructed in righteousness and equipped for life. Holy Spirit, have your way. Lead us and co-labor with us to bring about kingdom purpose. In Jesus' name we pray. Now, gotta, I'm excited for this episode here. I have a special guest. He is a beloved friend of mine, a beloved mentor. He is a mighty man of God. He has such an impact on his church as a pastor in Brazil and he is calling in today as a guest from Brazil and I'm going to introduce him and he's he's got a lot of wonderful revelatory insight into the Bible and anyway, he and I we can talk all night long about the Bible. So, I wanted to have him on I'm gonna introduce him. His name is Anderson Grandini. He's a pastor in Brazil. Brazil is a special place, a special place of revival and has been for quite some time. Anderson has a such a, a sweet spot in my heart because revival broke out through my family about a year and a half ago. And I went to a men's encounter and Guess who was preaching at this men's encounter? Anderson Grandini. And the Lord really touched my heart that he would be willing to send somebody from another country to come and preach and pray for me. Because where I was at in my life, I needed revival. I needed a fresh encounter. I needed something from the Lord. And so it's just amazing how the Lord does that for us. He's always willing to go the extra mile for us, and so anyway, he, this man is special to me. So Anderson, tell us a little bit about yourself and about your church and your ministry and your dreams and whatever whatever the Lord puts on your heart. Just put it out there. It's a podcast. It could go anywhere.
1: <laughs> First of all, I want to say thank you for your invitation, and it's very special for me speaking English. So. Everybody need to pay double attention. Yeah. Because I'm keeping learning English. So if you don't pay attention, you cannot understand me. You need to (laughs) watch your eyes. The eyes of your heart what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I am a person I live in Brazil. Brazil is shocking by way of revival from the Holy Spirit. But we have the big problem big problems also with the revival, the devil rise also and fight against us, but the power of the blood of Jesus yes. is powerful, then devil and then all hell together. Mm. Jesus is the winner, man.
0: Yeah.
1: Hallelujah. Mm. And my church is the local church, and we try to open our doors for every kind of person mm. and, and many slices of society. And we we need Jesus help all the time.
0: <laughs> mm.
1: And it's a picture for me. Thank you again.
0: Mm. Yes, man, I want to jump off into this topic um, about the power of words, and you know, it's it's such a huge topic. It's a topic that I never really studied a whole lot of until probably about six months ago, I started jumping off into this topic, but I put out a video today and I've been in the book of Matthew for quite a while. I just, I can't get away from the gospels right now. I mean, I'm, I'm studying other stuff. I'm writing, I'm writing a book about the Holy Spirit called Weaponized by Heaven. probably going to try to get that out in March, but I just can't get away from, from what he modeled. He modeled so much. He, he modeled ministry. He yeah. modeled how to treat people. So oftentimes, we diminish our ministry to what we're good at in that moment, and that's fine. We, we use our gifts. God uses our gifts. But the Great Commission, Anderson... it it really has to do with believing God for the impossible, because the Great Commission, it says, go into all the world, preach the gospel, make disciples, and then it it says, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, and cast out demons. Like, he hit us with all this stuff that there's no way we could do it unless we depend on the Holy Spirit. So, You know that kind of rocks my world. So, but this is this is the stuff he modeled. So in Matthew chapter nine verse thirty-two, it says this: When they left, a demon-possessed man who couldn't speak was brought to Jesus. So Jesus cast out the demon, and then the man began to speak. The crowds were amazed. Nothing like this has ever happened. In Israel, they exclaimed, but the Pharisees said he can cast out demons because he's empowered by the prince of demons. Wow. The Pharisees were pretty bold at their slanderous statements about Jesus and Jesus, he just continued on doing what he does, right? You know, he usually gave them homework. He usually said, Hey, go read this verse of scripture and tell me what it means Jesus was kind. He was peaceable. He was gentle. But these religious individuals who would come and just try to mess with him, um, he loved them. He loved everybody. And yeah, sure. the religious spirit sure. jumps on people well, all the time. his
1: behavior changed when he's in front of the religious guys. Yes. His behavior changed completely. Yeah, uh, you say something about our commission is raised the debt uh, and the lapses, leproses and and the sickness. I saw these stinks many times but more when I go to another place when they don't hear about the gospel yet yes. For example we have a country in the border of Brazil Esparaguay. it's Paraguay is very terrible place, very poor. And the people who don't know Jesus. Mm. They don't know Jesus. They don't know the Word of God. Some people there never saw a Bible before. Mm. They never listen a pastor. So it's a it's a it's a place very hard for us. Mm. And God normally there show His power with the preaching. Because if you just preaching. But you don't show the signs. Mm. If you don't show the power, they don't believe because they believe in the uh, wishers. Mm-hmm. and black magic. Mm. So we must show something with the back. You know, you need to show the word and the power together. Mm. Mm. And always all oh, the great miracles there. But the point is, when Jesus called this guy in and out! I don't know to say this in English The
0: demons
1: mm-hmm. he's he rebukes the, the devil And the, the man Start to speak We need to think first I think and Normally if you don't have The
0: Oh He's going to reconnect here in a moment now he is... the Holy Spirit Oh there we go you're back Yeah yeah <laughs>
1: If you don't have the Holy Spirit you cannot speak, if you speak stuff about heaven about the celestial. You okay. understand me?
0: Okay, Anderson. So, Anderson, the, the we devil, we lost your connection talk. there for a moment. So go back go back about All right. 2 minutes and go ahead and right. just start right. start with okay. that.
1: All right. Are you ready to start? Mhm. Uh, so normally it's impossible for a human being to speak correctly without the power of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. bad words all the time and he cannot connect in his mind the human being without the Holy Spirit with the celestial words. Mm. So normally that person that's that person normally speak bad words all the time about himself, about him. In his family, about the, his city, his state, his country, his the world. So I think the, the more important thing in us is change our words, but change first the search, the the fountain mm-hmm. of the words inside of our hearts. Yes. What do you think about that?
0: Yes. Yeah. Because because our words come from from the heart. And it, it, they, they spring forth from where our heart, the location of our heart. Yeah, and, and Jesus, you know, he, he had a way of, of uh, teaching uh, deep, deep things that were revelatory for his day. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. The mouth actually pours forth what is in your heart. And what's overflowing yes. from your heart, and these were revelatory concepts. Jesus brought fresh revelation to his day, and oftentimes the Pharisees, uh, they weren't ready to receive it. Uh, they they thought they kind of the had. The Pharisees. Mm-hmm.
1: Sorry. Go the ahead. The Pharisees is very different kind of people because Jesus says, "Hey." You can listen them and obey what is what he says. Yeah, but don't do what he's did, what he's done. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's very, it's very hard. They can speak something, but not for the deep of his hearts. Then mm-hmm. heart, sorry. Mm-hmm. So uh, a kind of people can speak correctly, but don't change the the fountain, don't change the heart, the the interior uh, person, the. The invisible man inside of us, mm-hmm. they cannot change, but he, he speaks correctly. But when you put pressure in this kind of person, his mouth starts to be like a hurricane. <laughs> mm-hmm. So normally in a normal in a normal situation, he can they they people like that, they can speak beautiful. Oh, the love of God. I love you. God's so good. But when the pressure comes, they change because they cannot hide in uh, behind the a uh, mask. For example.
0: Mm, mm-hmm. That's, that's good. That's good. Impression. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Yeah, Jesus. Um, you know, he, this man that that had this particular demon, and you know, uh, we probably won't go deep into the demonic realm today, but I just want to express to our listeners the importance of, of that. It's so significant. He gave him his power to speak back. I mean, yeah, you know, his power, his ability to speak. This man had lost his ability to speak because of this demonic oppression. And life and death is in the power of the tongue. Life and death, in the spirit realm, our words are weapons. Yeah. Yeah. You got any, anything God, to add to even that?
1: Even God created the universe from his word. Mm. Even God used his word to create the universe. Mm-hmm. So when the devil attacked this man in particular, he lost uh, 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 the ability to speak and he lost a lot.
0: He lost, his, he lost a weapon. He lost a key weapon in his life. Talk a little bit about, Anderson, tell us a little bit about the power of words in the spirit realm for our listeners to, to understand it. Because bibl- yeah, yeah, biblical yeah. language, for example, in the Old Testament, there's a lot of biblical illustrative language that the prophets yeah. use the prophets used a lot of a lot of language yeah. that that to the naked for, eye for example, honey, may not be understandable Ronnie, for,
1: mm-hmm. for example when, when Joshua starts to uh, his time in the front of the people of Israel in the fourth chapter God spoken with him like that hey Joshua i want you meditate in this word day and night and you need to obey all these these directions from my word. Why? Mm. Because the mind of Joshua is the mind of a slaver. And he needs to uh, restart his mind again. Mm. And receive a new mind from what? From, from where? From the word of God. Mm. So the word of God is powerful. And we need to speak the word of God. The prophets, what the prophet means in Hebrew language is Navi. Navi is somebody who can listen and speak something. Listen is mm. what? The Word of God. So, mm-hmm. we need to learn about that. Stop to say like a machine <laughs> and listen first. What God is talking about it? And, for example, I have a powerful story about the power of the Word. Mm. I remember when my wife made a, a trip for Japan and she returns and I want to give something for her. And I buy a tree and planted the tree in the front of my house. And when she came, she see the, she saw the the tree and she, oh, Anderson, thank you, I love it. But the tree is so beautiful, but come with a little problem. The flowers is have too much flowers. And in the autumn, the, the fall time, the flowers go to the ground and make a big mess. You need to clean all the time the front of the house because the flowers down in the floor. Mm. And one day my wife say something like, Anderson, I like your gift. The tree is so beautiful. But sometimes, oh, I look to this mess around the tree and think, oh, maybe it's better another kind of tree. And I, I make a joke, I say, honey, one day, I take my axe and cut out this tree with my bare hands. And every single time when I saw the tree with beautiful flowers, my wife says, oh, it's so beautiful. Yes, it's beautiful. But remember, one day, I cut out this tree with my bare hands, mm-hmm. with my own hands, and with my axe. But I don't have an axe in this time. But many... Many months before that, after that, I buy a X little one. I don't know why, I just buy. I was in the store, and I, I like this little X, so beautiful. I'm going to buy it. And I buy the little X and put in my tools place. And a big cloud of storm came in the front of my city. And I can see because I live in a house with two floors. And I was in the second one. Look to look from look uh, through the window, and I saw like a little hurricane, a, a little tornado, came in the front of my house. Just a little one. I don't know the name. This in English, but it's is a short one. Mm-hmm. I think devil something. I
0: don't know. Hmm. And it's, it's may, maybe
1: maybe uh, a baby tornado.
0: Right, right. <laughs> in front of my house. <laughs> And the tornado the
1: tornado honey try to in in my house through the gate. And I say from the, the my balcony, you cannot in because I know God and wow. I rebuke you. And the tornado the little the baby tornado <laughs> back mm-hmm. and start to shake in my gate. And I say, You cannot break my gate because this gate and all this house belong to God. Wow. And the little tornado. Go to the tree and take the tree from the roots, and mm. take the tree in the air and the, the tree down in the front of my house and the tornado disappeared in the space. Wow. Like what
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and now uh. my car cannot get out. My car cannot get out because the tree is in the front of my gate. So I must get my little X X and cut the tree. Mm. And the Holy Spirit asked me, what are, you, what are you doing, Anderson? And I answered, Holy Spirit, I cut this tree because I need to take my car out of the garage. And the Holy Spirit says to me, did you remember what you say for, or what, for your wife? Joking. Many times, the same word, what do you say? Oh, Holy Spirit. Sometimes I said, oh, you're going to say, honey, I cut this tree with my bare hands, with my axe. So God tell me the little tornado cannot in your house because you know the word of God and you rebuke the because in reality it was a devil. Mm-hmm. Little demon. And you, you have authority to rebuke. Yes. And the demon obey you, but the tree was cursed from your lips. Mm. So the tree the devil can touch. The same situation happened with our kids, our marriage, our jobs, our life.
0: Mm. If
1: we say bad words, sometimes joking, "Oh man, I'm almost dead," mm. really, or "Oh man, if I don't eat something, I'm gonna die," really. Mm. Be careful, because devil use these words against us. Yes. So never more I forget this story. Because it's so when I talk, it's funny. But I I
0: leave
1: <laughs> mm. I leave this thing, man. Mm-hmm. Think about it. The little tornado take out the tree from the roots. Man, come on, man. So when when I pass through these, I I think, man, I need to change my words. Mm-hmm. That's it, <laughs> mm.
0: man. That's, story. That's, that's powerful. I mean. it, there's there's so much, and I just I got another another scripture here, and and we'll just. Uh, We'll jump in on, or continue in on this theme, but, you know, Proverbs 15, 4, it says, A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. It goes on in Proverbs 16, verse 23 and 24, it says, The heart of the wise teaches his mouth and adds learning to his lips. Pleasant words are as a yeah. honeycomb, sweet to the soul, and health to the bones. Proverbs eighteen, Proverbs eighteen, verse twenty-one says, and this is this is quoted, this is this is quoted all the time, Anderson. Proverbs eighteen twenty-one, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof it's right there in scripture and we know the hebrew culture understood the power of spoken word their language is has numeric numeric value their words add up to numbers the hebrews were very well versed in language god yeah. invented language it would make sense god invented language and so the Hebrews always had a revelatory concept and understanding of language. And so sure. when Solomon released this revelation that death and life are in the power of the tongue, we carry the capacity to speak things into existence. And I'm not saying we have the power to you know, create an ocean right now. You know, you and I—we've had discussions sure, sure. about the millennial kingdom. We've had some good discussions about the millennial <laughs> king, but—but but it is uh, words are that they're that in impactful. In our own lives,
1: in our own lives, we, we can create things, mm-hmm. good ideas from the from our imagination mm-hmm. using the word. Uh, mm-hmm. th- think about, honey, mm-hmm. uh, Jesus says, "What makes the man unclean is not what in from the mouth, mm. in the body, is what gets Out from inside for outside to the mouth, yes, to the thoughts, eyes. So, we, if when we, like James says, when we can control our tongues, we control our universe, not the universe. You cannot say something for a (laughs) star, not
0: Mm, yet, not yet, (laughs) but (laughs) yeah,
1: (laughs) who knows, in the millennial kingdom. So, we can start. Because it's easier to change the wife. I know, I, I'm going to change my wife. Not my wife. I'm going to change another wife. Mm. I'm going to change for another church. I'm going to change for another city. But the, the, the powerful thing is change your words. Yeah. Because if you change your words, you can change your marriage. Mm. If your marriage is not good enough, oh, I, I, I try again with another woman. No, no, man. You need to restart your capacity to, to speak. Mm-hmm. And speak correctly with you. And if you do that, your marriage is going to be a beautiful marriage. And mm-hmm. you don't need to spend all your years with another woman. Yes. Or, oh, I cannot understand my, my kids. Change our words. Mm-hmm. It's a great mm.
0: Yeah. Words are so powerful. You know, motivational speakers, for example. And I'm, I've used this as an example in, in teaching uh, different places. But motivational speakers, Anderson, they can pack out an entire coliseum, and they're not even—they're yeah. pro- not even proclaiming God's word. They're just proclaiming yeah. positivity. They're just yeah. proclaiming positive words. They're letting you know you can do Science. it. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Just the whole science of, of words, um, it's almost like oh, God invented praying. the concept. You know, the most powerful thing in the universe is the word Come of God. Now, it's yeah, not just the, the Logos, okay? Because the Logos he gave yeah, yeah, to yeah. us, that's what he said and the what base. he did. The
1: Logos, the Logos is the base.
0: Yeah, that's the base. But then you have Rhema. Now, this yeah. freshly spoken word, this word yeah. that the Holy Spirit releases to us.
1: The answer, Honey. Yeah. The, the answer of Jesus. When the devil tried to uh, make him fall, and the devil says, Hey, if you're really the Son of God, make these stones and bread and each, and Jesus answer him, I, can, I, I don't need each uh, human food right now. Because I can eat from the God's word, but in the original it's hema. I can eat from hema. I can eat the hema. Come from the word of the the mouth of the God's mouth. Mm. So I need the logos for sure. The logos is perfectly the base, the base of teaching, the base Mm. of our faith. But Mm -hmm. I need to pray and study the logos from something hema. For my spirit, yes. when I receive the Hema, the Rama, I have the food for my spirit. I really can't eat this word. It's not just in my mind; it's in the internal man. Mm.
0: Mm, that's good. Now, for our listeners um, who may not be at a church where rhema is is uh, is prevalent in the culture, for example. A good way a good way to get uh Rhema is is of course individually in prayer, Holy Spirit, breathe on this yeah. verse of scripture, make this verse of scripture fresh to me, right? There's that yeah. personal revelation, that personal rhema. Personal but then,
1: but okay?
0: then there's also that if you're in a church that has a prophetic culture to where You go to the service, and maybe you're fellowshipping with a brother or a sister, and because they're operating in their gifts, the gifts of the Spirit, they're able to give you a fresh word of wisdom, knowledge, or prophecy. So what would you say for someone who's maybe at a church where that's not the culture? What would be a good way that you would recommend for someone to get a, a fresh rhema word? Uh, normally,
1: when you use the normal examples, they understand better. For example, I talked with, with a man uh, yesterday, and I need to show him the necessity to seek the God's face privately, uh, person by person, face to face, he and God. And I try to explain him with the theologic points, but I'm not making him understand completely, so I must change, I need to change uh, my my teaching, and I, I talk to him about the relation, intimacy in a couple uh, when the man and the woman uh, make the intimacy time and they produce a baby and I, <laughs> and I explain him, uh, is the first step is uh, privacy he needs to have a a separate place to have a good relationship in intimacy. When a couple uh, is have a good time together to make a baby. <laughs> and the second step is uh, you must to have pleasure. It's not just for reproduction. It's to be pleasure. And the God is the sa- with God is the same. Looks like the same. We need a, a privacy. You need pleasure in. the presence of God. And when we spend time in this kind of of place with God, God, you make something like the baby came, something come to the heaven inside of your spiritual womb, Mm, and this is Rema. So we need to most time with God, and this looks like a relationship in intimacy, like a sexual relationship. With a couple, marriage couple, I hope so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, when they have a baby, this baby came from the intimacy, locked the door, sometimes turn off the the light. <laughs> it's not necessary to turn off the light, but sometimes it is. And that is the
0: what God wants to do. Mm, yes, so good, so good so good now i
1: was was teaching this guy this man yesterday and when i start to speak uh with these corporations uh the correlations with the normal life and the spiritual life finally he understood
0: Mm, mm -hmm. yeah i want to throw another another verse of scripture out here okay talk a little bit about this one let no huh, now now this this is a this is a good a good verse and this isn't a correction word that I'm bringing on the All podcast right. today but I just want to break this verse down a little bit too because this is from the book of Ephesians and you know this is that New Testament you know Paul is laying it out to us which he often did in his letters, this is how we need to live. Now, it's a process. It's a day-to-day walk with the Lord, learning the power of our words, learning how to tailor what we say, and understanding yeah. the power of words in the spirit realm. But he shared this with them in Ephesians chapter four, twenty-nine. He said, Let no corrupt talk corrupting talk come out of your mouths but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear now i brought this verse up because i heard a good teaching on it from uh, bill johnson he's my favorite teacher on the planet right now i love him but he said he said could it be that we actually have the ability to impart grace on someone with our words. Now, what is yeah. the, what is grace? The unmerited favor of God. Is it possible that we can Im- even impart God's favor, God's unmerited favor on others by the words we speak? Wow, how powerful is that? Come on. <laughs> yeah.
1: Even even when when we receive salvation, it's Mm. from the Word. Mm. For you receive salvation, you need to first believe inside of your heart, in deep of your heart. And second, you need to proclaim what you think, what you believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus is my Savior. Mm. He is my Lord. So the Word is so powerful. It's so important. Even when we receive the eternal life, you most use your mouth. Mm. For sure, if it, somebody oh, cannot speak, man. they can just just trust. But if a normal person with the ability to speak, they need to most to use this ability to. Be- the eternal direction for his soul the same happened when we speak with the people around us using the grace of God and use the Word of God We we give them grace mm. sometimes when I was in the normal place for like supermarket or and I don't know in the store and I'm speak with the people around me I'm start to preach for me it's normal and they start listening to me. sometimes they start to cry and say and they say to me hey man What's happened with me? Yes, asked them. Is the word of God? Mm. The word of God has this power. To what you feel inside of you is because the word of God uh, find a place inside of you. So, if forgive, forgive my forgive for my soul direction. When I give to my soul direction eternal, I must use my words. Think about the possibilities. Mm-hmm. I, I most use my word to change my own life to change my world. I never, I never say. Many times ago, I was start to say, "Oh, I'm so old. I'm old. I'm so old to this kind of thing. I'm so old this. I'm so old that." And I start to feel like an old guy, man. Mm-hmm. Pain in my in my spine, pain in my in my ankle. So I I fix it. I, no, 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 no more, no more. I am young inside for sure.
0: <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> yes. So, I'm going to take us to another verse of scripture here as well, still on the theme of the power of words. Now, when I was younger, Anderson, I didn't always watch. The, yeah, I didn't always watch the power of my words. Okay, actually, you know, I wielded that weapon uh, oftentimes in, in a negative way. I didn't understand really the power uh, to build up quite like I do now. And as I've searched Scripture and as I've gotten older, I, I've understood it more and more. Um, I actually say less words the older I get. Uh, I make sure my words are seasoned. I make sure they're timely as best I can. And uh, I'm getting better at it. You know, God's still working on us, Anderson, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. Praise God. <laughs> yes. Praise the Lord. <laughs> but it says this. It, it's a further... It's a further... Uh, and I had it. I had it. Hold on. Here it is. Yeah. It's a further encouragement to us as New Testament believers on how to get this right, how how to make sure our words are are used correctly, because there's no mistake that our words are a weapon. So with any yeah. weapon, they need to be used correctly. I was in the military for quite a few years and you know, day one of rifle marksmanship and basic training, you know, one of the first things they taught us is how to hold the weapon. I mean, they yeah, they, yeah. they literally, like, they weren't going through teaching you how to load a load round. They weren't teaching you how to, like, they wanted you to know how to hold it. And the way to hold it is with the muzzle down to the ground,
1: yeah, safely. Yeah,
0: how to hold it safely, right? So... Anyway, in, in Colossians chapter 3, verse 17, it says this, And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving yeah. thanks to God the Father through Him. So it's encouraging us, whatever you do, in word or deed, I'm, I was always under the the uh, conviction that, you know, it's about my deeds. It's about what I do. Christianity can oftentimes become
1: yeah.
0: a a system of
1: and you, behaviors. And if you do something, in the Jesus' name, don't do it.
0: Yes, yes. But earlier in that same chapter in Colossians, it says this, but now you must put them all away. Anger. Wrath, malice, slander, and he adds on to the end of that that verse, obscene talk from your mouth. Mm. We're supposed to put it away. We're supposed to actually take that behavior and put it away, and get into the habit. Get into the habit. So, talk a little bit about how we can form better habits. In this area? What are some things that you've done uh, to help you tailor yeah. your words and put that stuff away?
1: I see the habit looks like for me like a, a baby <laughs> again. Why? Because when you start something new, for example, physical exercise or change your words, it's the same kind of situation. In the mm-hmm. beginning, the, your new habit is so weak and sometimes if you not feed this habit every single time this habit is going to die mm. so for example exercise the person never made exercise before and he will, He want, the person want to change this and and he start to make his exercises, oh I don't like it, but he start for one week and stop, mm. If this person not feed this abbot all the time, this abbot is gonna die. Mm. It's like a baby, but if this person, same person, I don't like it, but are you, are you keeping make exercise? Change mm. for good words, change for prayer all the time, or read the Bible, doesn't matter, it's the same uh, system. And the people, the, this person start to make exercise against his own will every single day. In a few months, the abbot, not more like a baby, it's like a, a adult man, mm. like a, a normal person. And for example, it's raining, it's cold, but the time of the exercise is now. This person stand up, change his his shoes, put tennis or something, and go run. What? It's the same person, but now, daily the abbot is feeding, and now it's not more a baby, he's a uh, young man for example mm. it's the same with the words when mm. you're wrong restart quickly ask forgive forgive me forgive for this word I'm sorry and restart all the time in a few weeks or a few months maybe in a few years <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you construct this ability to speak just good words normally uh, we we are Specialist and say bad things about the than others.
0: Yes, about
1: the people around us. It's better. Don't use never this kind of words because they come from the uh, God's creation in Genesis. God says, "I will make somebody. I will make the human being looks like like me. My uh, my my expression. Mm-hmm. When we say bad things about the people." We say indirectly bad
0: things about God. Mm, that's good. That's it's hard, hard,
1: but
0: it's true. Right. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I think I think as as I've developed as a believer, as I've I've as I've grown and begin to see people the way God sees people, then I've I've developed more of an ability to treat people the way God treats people. I think it I think they go you know they go hand in hand. We have to see someone as this beautiful creation that, that God has has uh, has put together. I mean, we're made in His image, in His likeness. and all people are worthy of of, of honor and value. Anderson, we're all honored and valued by God. God honors us, He values us. We are individual. In, we're, we're individualized supernaturally, and so as I see people through His eyes, I, I believe I'm able to treat them the way He would. He would treat them. So, man, I'm so thankful yeah. for God's grace in walking with me, and uh, and how He's He's been patient mm-hmm. with me. <laughs> and with it, yeah. with my development. Uh-huh. And
1: think about it, only think about it. Normally, the people most say bad things about the people around this person is mm-hmm. because they they want to hide in his own wrongs, his own uh bad behaviors. Yes. Yeah. Bad behavior. So he wants to change the perspective. We need to see the people from the gods' eyes and think, man. I am. I I need help also. So I have mercy of you, somebody. Mm-hmm. I love you too.
0: <laughs> mm. Yes, <laughs> this is great. Talking about the words that we use. Talking about God's word, the power of words, how words are weapons in the spirit yeah. realm. I want to read this and. Then we're going to go into a prayer decision for anyone listening. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe an unbeliever is listening to this to this podcast, and they're searching and they're interested in the things of God, and they're just looking for an authentic representation of the Father. I believe everyone's in search yeah. of that. I believe in in the heart and soul of every man is that desire to find this Father that people talk about. But it's up to us as believers to display that in the world around us. But I want to read this. Uh, The most powerful thing in the universe is the Word of God. God said, let there be light, and there was light. He speaks, and when He speaks, He creates. The Hebrew culture... Understood the power of spoken word. Solomon had a deeper revelation. He tells us about its power in the spirit realm in Proverbs. Logos oftentimes refers to the printed word. These are not absolute laws, but oftentimes Rhema refers to the spoken, that freshly spoken word. Oftentimes Logos deals with what God said. And Rhema deals with what God is saying. In the anointing, the line between Logos and Rhema can oftentimes disappear, and everything becomes creativity. That's what's beautiful about, about the anointing is God can begin to create through our words, through a yielded believer, born again, filled with the Holy Spirit. We can speak words into the spirit realm and they are weapons if you're listening today and you've made a decision i want to receive this jesus we just want to pray with you and anderson i'm going to ask you to pray and help lead someone in prayer to receive jesus well oh are you connected now (laughs) My man's in Brazil, Amen. No, and we're I'm losing here. connections I'm here. sometimes. Okay, I'm here. I'm Anderson, I'm here. will you go ahead and just lead someone through that prayer of decision for Jesus, and just declare and pray over over our listeners anything the Lord puts on your heart. Okay, well. We, are, we lost a little bit of connectivity, but what I'm going to do is go ahead and lead you through this prayer of decision. Now, if you're listening today and you've come to this place in your life where you're searching and you're looking for that representation of the Father, you're looking for that representation of who Jesus is, our prayer is that on this podcast, you've heard a little bit more about who God is. That you've heard a little bit more about this one they call Jesus. Now, Jesus went about during his earthly ministry and he loved people. He was always looking for ways to restore humanity he loves you with all of his heart and the bible tells us that god sent his only son to this world to die for our sin so if that's you today i just want to ask you just pray this prayer with me jesus i ask you to forgive me i ask you to come into my life make me whole i want to serve you I want to give my life to you from this day forward. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now, if you've prayed that prayer, just drop me a line at my email, Ronnie C D at gmail.com. That's R O N N I E C D Allen at gmail.com you can also text me directly at 253-347-5237 if you pray to pray to prayer of decision today or would like to hear a certain topic on our podcast go ahead and email me or text me if i use your topic you'll receive a free copy of one of my books, probably Show Us the Father at this point. It's a good book for uh, new believers. If you were blessed with this podcast, please share it with others. My books are available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble online. I declare blessings on you, your family, your children, and your children's children to the thousandth generation. God has plans to prosper you. Remember, you were created for impact as you learn more about your biblical identity, purpose, and destiny. God bless you is my prayer. Stay tuned for more episodes.